I'm Marvin. I'm Dave. And this is the Balboa Horizons podcast. Today we're sitting here with the owner and founder of Balboa Horizons, Dave Longridge. Dave, I have a few questions to ask, but first, I heard you're an accomplished musician. Oh, I don't know about accomplished, but uh, I definitely have been playing off and on for probably since I was 11, you know, and here I am a number of years past that, and uh, I have a good time all the time. I, I actually play with my, my little, my six-year-old and my seven-year-old right now, and they're learning, and I, I play along with them. They always get me in there to start, turn on the amplifiers and the drums and everything, and so that's that's the extent of my my playing today, but I love it. That's so cool. So, uh, what kind of music do you guys play? Uh, they like to play stuff that's loud and fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if I try to play anything slow or more uh, jazzy, they want more of a, a rock and roll. They say. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. You want to play rock and roll? You know, nothing's wrong with a little rock and roll. No, no. So, I. Uh, and speaking about Balboa Horizons, you know, how, how, did, how did the idea of Balboa Horizons come about? You know, it's been a while now. Uh, Balboa Horizons has been around for 14 years, May of this year. I mean, my story in a nutshell is that, you know, I quit drinking and my life got better. And fortunately, 21, 22 years ago, I had an employer that I was starting to have some issues with showing up to work on time or at all. They didn't like it that much, but when I was there, I was a really good employee, really helpful to my coworkers and to uh, the company as a whole. But there were times when I would go and have a few drinks or party, partying as we called it. It would get away from me. It would just progressed, and one thing led to another, and I ended up in a place where I was really humiliated at my behavior and uh, my employer. I went in and told them I was just going to clean out my desk and resigned because I felt like I was embarrassing him, embarrassing the company. Yeah. And he, they told me, you no, no, no. We think you're a really good guy. We would like if you we want to keep you on insurance and if you'll go and get help, we would love to have you back if you can get a grip on whatever your problem is. And I went to the doctor. The doctor sent me to a, uh, to a, an outpatient treatment program. And, you know, here I am, you know, 21 years plus later, you know, without drinking and doing other things that I would get myself involved in. And probably eight years into into it, into sobriety, I was approached by a, a group of people that wanted to start a gender-specific program in Newport Beach, Orange County, California, for gender-specific or women only, because nobody at the time was doing gender-specific, and they felt that it's such an important piece of the puzzle to keep men and women separated in the beginning when they stop doing, you know, when they have a substance abuse problem, they stop drinking, they stop doing drugs, yeah. to keep them separated from, you know, men or women because, you know, that can lead to a whole other addiction. And, uh, and I thought, you know what, it saved my life, how can I help? And I contributed and became a, a limited partner. I gave them some money to help get Balboa Horizons started, I bought a triplex on the Balboa Peninsula. And then uh, about a year later, I kind of went in and said, hey man, how's that thing going? And I could see that they had all the right ideas, but they, they just needed to uh, straighten it out a little bit, uh, be a little, put a little bit of organization into it. And because I quit drinking and my life got better and I was eight years and nine years into sobriety, I had progressed in my position in our company and 
we were part of a Fortune 500 company, so I had a lot of training with HR and business organization and asset management and so forth. So, so they asked me to become a general partner, and I did, and kind of managed uh, a lot of the day-to-day operation ever since. And you know, here we are, 14 years later. Wow, is that a long? That's a long explanation for a short question. That's probably <laughs> you went from. You know, you, you came from a background where you couldn't show up from work, and now you own your own business, and you're getting to help people on a daily basis. There's so many treatment centers in Orange County. Uh, what makes Balboa unique in the sense, uh, you know, what separates Balboa Horizons from everyone else? I would say that, you know, the buildings, and we have really nice buildings. I mean, our facilities are the nicest in the we're residential treatment. Uh, and we have an administration building uh, in uh, Costa Mesa. We have residential facilities in Newport Beach and Costa Mesa. And our facilities are the nicest facilities on the block. So they're very comfortable, the best looking, well-maintained buildings in the neighborhoods that we're in. Uh, we're v- really good neighbors. We don't have any complaints or issues with the city of Costa Mesa or Newport Beach You know, in the past 14 years. We've been squeaky clean. That's huge. Yeah, and uh, you know, and that's what it's all about, uh, being a good neighbor. I think that as nice as our buildings are, the thing that really separates us from the rest of the treatment providers are our people. I mean, that the buildings are the buildings, the people are the company, and the people in our company are exceptional. We go the extra mile with these families. We're, we're very clinically driven, and we put a lot of focus on the family. And because once you have a you have somebody that's suffering from alcoholism, drug addiction, a depression, trauma, the whole family gets affected. And the thing that I think really separates us from the rest of the pack is our conscious effort to involve the family and heal the whole family, not just the individual. So it, you know, and it, for us, uh, our clients come first, our employees are close second. And it's not about the money. Yes, we are a business, but we have to stay afloat. But we have never let a client go for they ran out of insurance benefits or they ran out of money. If they're doing what we ask and they're making progress and they're good for the community. My clinical team, in the 14 years that we've been in business, I don't think I have ever one time denied when they've asked me to keep someone for free that was uh, that really needed help and that was willing to uh, follow direction and, and work with the group and with the, the community here, I've never said no. So you're truly inspiring change and transforming lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, it's funny, I was asked probably a few months ago, what else would I do if I didn't do this? And, you know, I, I thought about it and you know, the words out of my mouth were, there's nothing I would rather do. I mean, this saved my life, and I'm so grateful. And I have such an incredible life today and family because of it. And it's such a simple program, but they call it a simple program for complicated people. <laughs> and it's um, but giving back to the community uh, with the gratitude of the people were there for me when I needed help. You know, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Which, you know, on Thursday nights here at Bubble Horizons, we do uh, uh, at 129 Cabrillo Street in Costa Mesa, 
we, uh, we have a community program that's free to the community. Bird Cook, our executive clinical director, he runs it for, the fam- for families. And it's not for individuals that are struggling with addiction or you know, trauma or so forth. It's for the family members of those people that are at the end of their rope and they don't know what to do. They're just thinking, what? This doesn't make any sense. What is going on? That's what this group is for. And I encourage anybody out there, any family member, uh, to please, you know, if you're listening, uh, this is a group for you. You're not alone out there. We have a toll-free number as well. It's a 1-833-NOT-ALONE. That's Thursday nights, every Thursday night, 630 to 830. It's a tremendous group. And it's a great service to the community for free. I would agree with that, you know. And it, and along with that, you know, in talking about families and, and treatment and individuals in recovery themselves, oftentimes there's relapse. It doesn't have to be necessary, but sometimes there's relapse. Um, what would you say to the people who have relapsed in the past, who, who've been to treatment before, maybe multiple times, who may be on the fence about going to treatment again? What would you say to those people? I would say, you know, I was a chronic relapser myself. When that employer gave me an opportunity to go see a doctor, the doctor sent me to a treatment center. Uh, I got, I think, nine months sober right out of the chute. And my life didn't get good. It got great. And, I mean, I quit drinking and my life got exceptional. You know, it's just, that's my story. That's the way it was. It got so good that I kind of said, hey, you know what? You AA people and you treatment people, you're nice people. I've learned a lot. I'll take it from here. <laughs> you know, I've learned what I need to learn, and I'm <laughs> I can handle this by myself. Yeah. And then I ended up probably a couple of weeks later, you know, picked up a drink and ended up on another horrific binge. I lost my clothes. Uh, ended up with a three-day whiskers. You know, uh, where could I go? I was once again completely in despair and humiliated at my behavior. I came back to an AA meeting because there was nowhere else I could go where I knew they would have the compassion and understanding of what I was going through, and I did. And when I walked back into that uh, that group, I was greeted there. I walked through the door, fresh off a binge. And uh, the, the people the, in the meeting, there was a meeting going on, and the guy stopped right in the middle of, sh- of his sharing and took a look at me and took a look at the rest of the room and he said, boy, am I glad to see you, Dave. And he looked at the rest of the room and he said, that's why I don't drink. <laughs> I was wiped out. But, uh, but those people were there for me and they put their arms around me and, and encouraged me and um, and here I am today with a solid 21 years of uh, no drinking and doing drugs. I'm so lucky I've got an exceptional wife, three kids, got Babel Horizons, I've got all our employees and uh, all the families and individuals we've worked with over the years, and there is nothing I'd rather do. Hmm. But those that uh, relapse and are suffering out there, it takes what it takes. Uh, it took what it took for me to be willing to ask for direction and to be willing to follow direction. And I think really, um, if I could say anything to anybody feeling down right now and humiliated, you never have to feel that way again. Give yourself a break. Give yourself an opportunity to become the person you're always supposed to be. And we're here, man. We've been there and done that. 
All you have to do is ask us for help and we are more than willing to put our arms around you and give you direction. Help you to help you to walk through what we walk through and find a power greater than ourselves that can restore us to sanity. And, and we've got that now. But simply willing to take direction and ask for help and be willing to take direction is as simple as it can get. Do nothing else except take a deep breath, give yourself a time out, and ask for help, and then just follow simple directions. It sounds so easy. And like I said in the beginning of this segment, it's a, it's a simple program for complicated people. <laughs> so don't be so complicated, man. Take it easy. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. That's the Balboa Horizons podcast. I'm Marvin. I'm Dave. And that's all from us. <laughs>